Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Wednesday, the 29th of March. Today, Jack Whiten set to explore his options outside of the nation's capital, why Channel 7's Daisy Pearce has been barred from the Brisbane Lions change rooms, and the new rule that's set to nullify the tactics of our Socceroo World Cup hero goalkeeper, Andrew Redmayne. But first... What's that sound? Can you hear it? Oh yeah, the F1s are back. This weekend, Formula One returns to the streets of Melbourne for the Australian Grand Prix. And a race that experts are tipping will be the fastest race Melbourne has ever seen thanks to a resurfaced track, the evolution of the cars themselves and an extra DRS zone. A DRS zone is the bit where the cars can go faster. Makes sense. And while young Aussie Oscar Piastri will race in his first ever home Grand Prix, the real story surrounds his predecessor and fan favourite Dan Ricciardo, who will be a spectator this weekend after parting ways with McLaren last year. And while Ricciardo has spoken of his intention to return to the grid in 2024 if a seat opens up for him, Australia's last F1 world champion doesn't hold high hopes of a Ricciardo return. Australia to see this world champion come back after 10 hard years, win the Australian Grand Prix and do what his father did. Alan Jones, the 1980 F1 world champion, believes Ricardo's run in Formula One is up, telling the Herald Sun that Dan spent too much time focusing on activities outside the cockpit rather than in it. And ultimately, he can't see a seat opening up for Ricardo on the grid next season. Can't sit here. While Ricardo is currently working with Red Bull as a third driver, a role that mostly involves off-course promotional activities, the likelihood of a spot opening up for him there in 2024 or at one of the other two major championship contenders, Ferrari or Mercedes, are slim meaning that maybe Jones is right. She never even said goodbye. Maybe Ricardo's days on the F1 grid are done. <laughs> Daisy Pierce is a star. I am a big, bright, shining star. Already bedded in as one of Channel 7's best and brightest expert commentators, the AFLW champion wound up her playing career after capturing a long-coveted premiership with the Melbourne Demons last season. And since retiring, as well as continuing her commentary duties, Pierce has commenced a role as an assistant coach with the Geelong Cats men's side. And that's where the problem lies. Because, as part of Seven's broadcast team, Daisy is given access to the changing rooms of opposition sides during the broadcast. But now as an assistant coach of the Cats, some teams are a little distrusting. I wouldn't trust you as far as I can throw you. In round one, Richmond said no. And now ahead of tomorrow night's game between the Lions and the Bulldogs in Melbourne, the Brisbane Lions have also politely requested that Pierce not enter their dressing rooms post-match for fear of any insider information she might be tempted to pass on to the Cats. My view um, was that um, we would roll on with the season and uh, as Daisy's role at Geelong's become a bit more clearer, um, then obviously there are going to be some clubs that will respond to that and we'll, we'll respect that and we'll have a chat with Dave this week. But... It's not really critical for us, but um, but so we'll we'll, we'll respect uh, our various clubs. Once that first ball is bound, then um, you know, and, and you, when you're dealing with clubs pre-season compared to when the season's on, you know, they become different beasts, and we appreciate that. It's a highly, highly competitive competition. Channel 7's managing director Lewis Martin telling SEN that the broadcaster isn't overly concerned by the response from the Lions ahead of tomorrow night's clash, but that he does understand the reaction in what is an incredibly competitive industry. So for now, it looks like Daisy will just have to continue using her football brain to power her insights on the game. 
In the nation's capital, one name looms large. I am incredibly honoured and humbled to have been sworn in as Australia's 31st Prime Minister. No, not Albo, not Parliament. Talking about the rugby league scene. It's Whiten, he's over! Jack Whiten, the kid third now, has scored for Canberra. Jack Whiten. The Raider King, the star playmaker whose form has dictated the fortune of the club for the better part of a decade, has delivered a shock to Raider Nation, informing the club that instead of activating a clause in his contract to play on in Canberra next season, he's going to test the waters to see who else might be interested in his services. So yeah, form an orderly queue, ladies. And according to Fox Sports' James Hooper, when Wyden says he'll test the waters, he could literally test the waters. Hooper reports that Whiten has spoken to the NRL's newest franchise, the Dolphins, about joining the club in 2024. Whiten has until round 10 this year to trigger his clause to play on with the Raiders, with the extra season reportedly worth a whopping $1.1 million. But all the money in the world can't change the fact you'd have to live in Canberra. It was one of the greatest sporting moments of 2022, when Australian goalkeeper Andrew Redmayne sent the Socceroos to the World Cup. Redmayne's pre-penalty routine earned him the moniker of the Grey Wiggle as he danced and shook it all about on the goal line in an attempt to distract the penalty taker. And it worked. The tactics were also used by Argentinian goalkeeper Emiliano Martinez in the World Cup final against France. But sadly, the footballing powers that be have muzzled the two men for future shootouts. We have some new rules and regulations. Yes, the football world is now like the plot for the movie Footloose. Dancing is banned. The International Football Association Board has changed Law 14 surrounding the penalty kick, adding the following sentence. The goalkeeper must not behave in a way that unfairly distracts the kicker, e.g. delay the taking of the kick or touch the goalpost, crossbar or goal net. So basically, no dancing. The rule changes kick in from July 1st. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.